Hey, everybody, you're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, J.P. Bryce, and Jim Steele, brought to you by ironcompany.com. Okay, so today we've got fitness trainer and expert Rich Salky. We've got him back in the house. Welcome back, sir. How are you doing out there? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you coming back. We had such a, we had you on probably, what, a couple months ago. And I mean, we had such a great time. We learned a lot. Uh, so we, and on these things, when we have on a good guest, it's, we, we never get enough in, uh, in the first hour, hour and a half. So we appreciate you coming back and, uh, talking it up with us, giving us some more great information. Uh, today we're going to talk about all kinds of things, uh, dieting, some cardio, uh, all sorts of different things. But before we begin, Jim Steele had a little something he wanted to say, a little story he wanted to take us into. So, an anecdote yeah, from his, an, an anecdote from his father. From his right, that's from right. So I, you know, I, I talk to my dad pretty much every day. He's eighty-eight, uh, but still, still got, still got it. You know, he and I contribute that or attribute that to exercising his whole life, his cognitive function. But anyway, so Rich was a GA, a graduate assistant for my dad, uh, early eighties. Rich, yes early 80s. Yeah, mid 80s. Correct. Yeah. So he said, you know, there's something about Rich that that, you know, nobody sort of realized. And I said, what was that? He said he was an innovator back then. There wasn't all this stuff where you go on YouTube and learn stuff. There wasn't any books. There wasn't, you know, bodybuilding or nutrition. But there was very little information out there. And his point was you had Arnold and who else? Who else? You know, that was it. And Rich was the guy in the area who sort of took it upon himself to, you know, he educated himself, like he said last time, but then he educated everybody else and his sort of, you know, web sort of affected all of us that were, that were around that area. So his point was that, that Rich was an innovator. You know, he was like the first in that area, that Washington, Baltimore metropolitan area to, to sort of take a step out there and say, Hey, we need to do this nutritionally. Hey, this is the, the best way to train and all that stuff. So it was very complimentary my dad remembers you fondly, Rich. Oh, that's great. I, yeah. I, I, I'm humbled by your dad's comments, to say the truth. He's such a great man and just like always looked up to your dad. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, you know, of all the bullshit that went on and, you know, in, in uh, hierarchy of uh, ac higher academics. Right. Uh, there were a lot of phonies to me, a lot of um, uh, shysters, basically two-faced folks kind of thing academics to me are always they're to me known as just really non-confrontational folks talk right. behind your back stab you behind the back and then smile then smile to you in, in front of you your yeah. dad was always a straight shooter you always count on your dad to give you the, you know the skinny on you know on, on, on the truth yeah and more than like you said more than not uh if nothing else i was probably a rebel seen as a rebel in the yeah. uh Department of uh, Kinesis at the time, uh, being a competitive bodybuilder, uh, again, and, and again, being academics, you would think they would have the latitude of having some kind of understanding uh, that there is not a direct correlation or an indirect correlation between brain size and muscle mass. And yet right. they all suffered from the same stigma that Rich is a, you know, 5'9 at 260. Well, he's a big muscular guy, so he must be stupid. Right. He must not be a smart guy. I'm going I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in your graduate program. I'm in your PhD program. Right. How do you still walk away from meeting me and still think 
what? And then again, it, it, the, the funniest part all to me was always the best was when even academics would come up to say and say to me, oh, Rich, I'm, I'm surprised at how well spoken you yeah, are. Yeah, I know. And, and that is a backhanded. Yeah. Cut. And I would say to them, I'm sorry, yeah. you understand that's not a compliment. I think. <laughs> right. You understand you're impugning my character and yeah. you're impugning my intelligence here. Yeah. I said that. Is, and they look at me, they stare at me blank faced and I'm going like, that's an insult. But but, to all of us that are in the the muscle and strength community that suffer from the same stigma. Rich, back back in the early days of professional wrestling, we used to watch it from Uline Arena. And they had an African-American professional wrestler named Bobo Brazil. I remember Bobo Brazil. And they'd introduce him. They'd say, Bobo, you are such a great example of your race. Yeah, oh, wow, really? so funny. Right. And that's basically what the academics were saying to you, Rich. Exactly. You are a fabulous example of yeah. Neanderthals. Yeah, you know, that's, a, you know, that's a, honestly the truth. I mean, I, I remember going to some, you know, grad meetings and, you know, you know, uh, dinners and all and having professors come up and say to me, I'm just <laughs> real surprised at how well spoken you are. Yeah. And I yeah. sit there and go like, what? I want to go, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? That's in, you're insulting me saying that. That's so like if and, skinny, so if I was a skinny runner geek, right? In intelligence, <laughs> that would be norm. That would be the yeah, norm. Makes sense. Yeah, that would make and rich, sense. Rich, you were very good at what you did too. I mean, as far as being a competitive bodybuilder, I mean, your titles include uh, Mister Connecticut, Mister East Coast, and. Uh, you were the gold medal winner at the Pan American Bodybuilding Championships. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. And you're, you're also, are you a current instructor at the kinesiology department no. at the uh, University of... Uh, no, no, I left. No, there. Rick wanted to make some money. So he left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he left. Yeah, you okay. know, I probably in one of the most eye-opening things for me when I went to uh, Ben Hurley... Uh, his house, he lived over by graduate housing uh, in College Park. He was a professor. Yeah. He was a professor, yeah. He actually taught mus- uh, muscle physiology. He was more of a, um, he was just a really hardworking guy. Yeah. Uh, I think of just average, and again, I don't mean to insult, insult him, but he had just, a, to me, a above average IQ, but just a really hardworking guy, as opposed to Dr. Alan Goldfarb, who was my uh uh, they assigned me as uh, him as my advisor, I think, because of his biochemistry, chemistry background. And he just was a brainiac, brilliant guy. So him and I got along real well. But I remember going to uh, Ben Hurley, inviting me to go buy his new house that he bought off of uh, Route 1. Yeah. And it was it was tiny. Yeah. And I walked in, I walked around and go like, wow, you're a full time college professor with yeah. tenure. And this is the house you own? And again, I didn't say it to him. Me myself. This is the house you own? Yeah. Wow. I said, okay, I need to make some dough. Yeah. So just it was by chance doing a TV, you know, news segment on NBC News and you know, on personal training, was ca- which cascaded into an incredible personal training career where I made, you know, a significant amount of, uh, and I live comfortably, you know, for my life now. So it's made, it made a huge difference for me. Right. Anyway. And what were you doing with the uh, Secret Service? You were you were a trainer I, and a lecturer. Yeah, I was I was I was teaching the tr- the the physical trainers with the Secret Service. I'm going okay. back to their particular uh, 
field offices on how to train their off their uh, uh, people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was um, I remember an interesting story. So in the Secret Service, you know, they're all got the firearms and they're all super fit guys and, and women and just just great people, just really great, great super people. You talk about patriots and people that love their country and just. But you know they're not overly not overly done. They're just who they are. Yeah. And I met the guys that were the bike that rode with a W when he was out all his mountain biking. But I remember we were taking a break, and so I had my billfold and my phone on the desk. And as I got up to take a break, I was taking them to put it in my pocket. And the instructor in there said, "Rich, what are you doing?" I go, "I was just you know taking my things with me." He goes. Rich, you think someone's going to steal your stuff in here? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I started laughing. I go, just a habit. Yeah, you know what? It's it's just habit. It's just yeah. you know habitual for me. I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. put the stuff back down the table, and obviously, no one, no one's going to steal anything from me <laughs> at the service headquarters at Beltsville. So, anyway, well, let's get into some uh, sure. dieting information because there's a lot of stuff we want to cover on that. Uh, Marty, why don't you start? I mean. What do we what do we want to talk about with Rich yeah, as far it, as I got, it, I got it, I got it. Average guys and girls go dieting. <laughs> All right. Rich, are, are the guys that the guys that we work with typically in terms of strength and muscle, we got that covered. Correct. Right. Because of what we do. And they tend to be pretty fit. Yeah. Okay. A lot, a lot of them are ex-athletes. They're they're, I don't know, I guess they're uh, like overweight football players, yes. they're, they're fit, they're strong, but they want to deal with their body fat percentile, but they're never successful. Correct. And so here we are at springtime, and a lot of these guys are saying, I'd commit to a three-month lean-out phase. He said, I don't want my, my lifts to go to hell. Yeah. I'll accept if they stay stagnant. I just don't want them to go backwards. Correct. Right? And uh, I'll lay it out and I'll try to adhere to it. So what also we know that what the bodybuilders have down to an art form is this coordination between expert precision nutrition and timed cardio. Right. So okay. we, all, we want to segue into that, into the habit. Okay. Okay. Because the, the cardio and the nutrition are like I I integral. They really are, right? Correct. Yes, that is correct. So let's start. How would you? All right. So here the guy is. I don't know. He's walking into you with what? 18% body fat. Is it realistic for a, a, a guy who's, I'm talking to, this is a guy with a 300 pound bench, 400 pound deadlift, you know, 220, 5'8. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know the type. Of course, of course, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and and they'll do what you tell them. Um, so, what do you do? Do you throw them into the deep end of the pool? And no, because I, I, that's going to set most people up for failure. To be honest, okay. I'm not big on having uh, people fail. Uh, <laughs> I understand the fact you have to crawl before you walk or walk before you run kind of mentality so uh, these guys can lift iron to you know to kingdom come you know stronger than strong uh 
And that's a positive thing. That's moving forward with a positive thing. And be fit. With, with nutrition. Yeah, and be fit. Yes, correct. With leaning out, it's a matter of not doing something now. So it's not like we do like to get to be a better bench press or squat or deadlift, you know, you're going to set them up a program. It's progressive resistance, increasing weights, period, you know, periodization, however you, you know, construct that for them, Marty. But with bodybuilding, whether you be an amateur looking from an amateur point of view, semi-professional point of view, recreational point of view the you know the 50 year old man who like you said 58 to 20 it's now a question of doing less mm-hmm. what do i mean by doing less clearly def- and i'm i'm again as jimmy will tell you i'm old school you know calories in calories out that's because you're but now rich. you need to now you need to do less do less of what <laughs> less of eating yeah i tell people you got to stop doing the four reps with your fork <laughs> you, can't be doing giant, you can't be doing giant sets with your spoon anymore. Ooh, okay, I'm gonna you, steal you, that one. You need to put, you need to put, you know, step back, put your fork down, and step yeah. slowly back from the table. Jimmy, what's so, that? What, that Jeff, Jimmy, Jimmy makes a point about getting in touch with starvation. You know, yeah, getting in touch do. with hung, you know, hunger, with hunger. You know, Ar- right? you know, Arnold had a movie years ago, Marty. I'm sure you, you can remember, but it was, the title of the movie was called "Stay Hungry." Yeah. Right. And the, and it was based on the what's getting what's what's funny to me about it is that went over everybody's head. Yeah. The, the reason why it was called "Stay Hungry" because that's yeah. a bodybuilding phrase. Yeah. What that means if you sit down and eat, Marty and JP, if you sit down and eat, you finish whatever you're eating—breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever it might be—and you're satiated. You've eaten too much. Oh. You have eaten Boom. too much at that meal. Stop it. Put the fork down and step back from the table. You need to put the fork down when you're still hungry. I went to walk away. Oh, that's what that's so, you walk away that's so hungry, practical. I promise yeah, no, you. And it's I common promise sense. you, you walk yeah. away hungry from every meal, you will drop LBs. Yeah. You that's will great. get in great shape. It's when you sit there and go, like, wow, that was a great meal. I feel great. You know what? No, yeah, you do feel great. And go look in the mirror. I, I know your poundage is up on your bench press squat deadlift, but if you're looking to drop, you know, body, you know, percent body fat, change your body composition, feeling great after a meal doesn't cut it. Oh, it that's just, it just doesn't. And I don't care. I don't. I don't care who you are. You know, the, you're the big thick guys in the gym. Which, as you said, Marty, the the you know the ex football players wrestlers or whoever they might be uh uh you're gonna you have a propensity to put on a little even even though you have a mesomorphic type physique you're gonna have a propensity as you're aging to put on some lbs to get those lbs off you've got to retrain your brain yes you do so really that's what to me to me that's what it comes down to jimmy will tell you this isn't about this. There's no, there's no physicality related to getting ripped. It just is not. It's a, it's a mindset. It's, and I tell people neck up and there's a guy, I won't mention his name, but um, he trained at Olympus gym and fall at, you know, seven corners and literally 
I tell, I'm, I swear to you, Marty, and I've been in the sport for a long time. I truly believe this guy could have been Mr. Olympia. Right. Could have been one of the greatest mm -hmm. ever. Right. He, from the neck down, the guy was built like a brick shit house. He was yep. just a beast. He had it. 20, 20 something inch arms, 30 something inch thighs, tiny waist, gigantic yep. back, yep. blocked the sun. Yeah. Came time to diet. Yeah, geez, I couldn't stop eating that macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And I look ah. at the guy and go, Are you, are you, are you kidding? Him and I never got along. He just, he hated me. I, I disliked the guy. Most of the fact, I just think he was gutless and didn't have what it took. Neck so, up. To so a, Rich, to, be, to get your body back down, it's a neck up process. Yeah. So that's basically the first step of getting somebody started. It's as simple as that do less, put the fork down, come away yeah. hungry. That's the very first place you start with somebody right yeah it, you know honestly you know marty with <coughs> and jimmy would tell you <coughs> shoot, <coughs> tell you too coming from a bodybuilding strength athlete <clears throat> football player uh, as well that used to training table eat as much as you can grow as yep. big as you can yep. then right. all of a sudden rich is saying <laughs> portion control yeah it's not easy back. and i'm gonna tell you something even at my age i gotta real it's, it's hard to reel it back Yep. Yeah. But now, you have to literally just say, okay, a you know eight ounce piece of steak is enough. I don't need to eat the ten or twelve or sixteen ounce of sixteen ounces of beef tonight. I don't about, need to eat rich four rich, cups rich, of rice. I rich, how about, rich, how about, how about, rich, how about your meal frequency? Meal frequency, you know, I I've experimented over that over the years. And my latest, my latest venture is this intermittent fasting now. And I think the intermittent fasting has the science behind it. Um, it works really well. And I'll give you an example that has gone on for decades. Look at, look at the supermodels. Yes, genetically, they're gifted, skinny, small, tiny, what have you. But watch when the supermodels go out to dinner and, they, and, and they're going to trust me. They go out to dinner every night with different designers, different press folks. Everybody wants to. They sit there. They push their food around the plate. Right. They don't eat the food. <laughs> they step back and eat them. They put their fork down. They pretend they're eating. Ballerinas pretend they're eating. They stay lean, tight and muscular. The one that keeps picking up their fork and keeps eating, oh, you know what? You're going to stay, you know, again, the term smooth is not a good term in bodybuilding, body composition, meaning smooth, meaning you've got a thick layer of subcutaneous, sub-Q fat, subcutaneous fat under the epidermis dermis, and therefore it gives you a very smooth um, appearance, which is not a hard appearance. So my point being is, we need to train ourselves to eat less and it, it just works. Yeah. It Rich used works. to say to me, Rich used to say two things. Food is overrated. Yeah, it is. Food is overrated and you're tougher than the process. So yeah. we use that for a lot of stuff, but really yeah. it's about the diet. It, it, it all, so, it's all about the diet. Most it's of all it, about the diet. Yeah. And Marty, I'll tell you, and, and a lot of you guys, with, with, you know, and Jim, Jimmy and I have talked about this, you know, ad nauseum kind of thing, but you go to like the Arnold Classic and he's got that fitness show going on also with it. I'm not sure if you've seen that as well, Marty or JP, you've seen that. 
But there are the guys that are in the audience walking around are gigantic. Oh, yeah. They're freakazoids. Oh, yeah. But you put them on a diet and they lose a quarter of an inch off their arms. They freak out. Yeah. They can't do it. To me, they're neck up. They just not, they're not tough neck up. They would never be the Navy SEAL kind of guys. Can't do it neck up. Tell them to lift iron. Tell them to eat protein. Tell them to pound carbs. Oh, yeah, they'll sit down and do it because it's easy. It's comfortable. Right. It's enjoyable. <clears throat> there is party. There is nothing pleasant about pushing food around your plate and then getting up and saying, you know, I'm still hungry here. Well, you, you, you deal from an elemental standpoint of deprivation and starvation. Correct. You, you establish that. Yes. And then from that, you, you, you bring back in the allowable foods and the allowable amounts. I yeah. love your phrase, your phrase, if you're satiated, you've gone too far. Yeah. And another thing, Marty, people don't understand. And I, I face this all the time. You, you know, I tell people, well, you know, you can do my, 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 my biggest thing is I said, I'm talking, I talk about intermittent fasting with some of my folks, but I actually have people telling me that they can't make it. <laughs> by skipping lunch during the day. Yeah. I go, wait a minute. You, you had breakfast. You're telling me you can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I couldn't. I, I can never make it at dinner time. So when you said so that you're up. You're using Chris. two terms now. Yeah. Appetite when, hunger. Understand. And, and Marty, you understand that. This is that's, that's, that's their definition. Semantic. That's semantic. their definition of suffering. Yeah, yeah. they're suffering. So but Rick, when you, when they have you, an appetite for something, but Rick. they're not in this country. Very few of us are hungry. I miss lunch. I'm suffering. I, yeah, I'm suffering. So, so to me, I'll go, yeah, I'll go now. Sixteen. You know, I'll go twenty hours without eating. Oh, that's what I wanted to know. That's what how you so said. I go twenty hours now. Okay. I, I that's you. Now, how do you Rick. set up the clients? How do you? All right, hold, uh, hold on, one minute. I just want to say this, Rich. Okay. I've been doing intermittent fasting for ten years. Yeah, Marty's big on that, Rich. Really, Marty? Yeah, love it. Well, yeah. I have, Marty, you're I, ahead of the curve, brother. I, I uh, Brother, I you are ahead do, of the curve. Do you know uh, who Ori Hoffmeckler is, the Warrior Diet? Who now say it again? Ori Hoffmeckler. He no. wrote the Warrior Diet. He was the first Oh, guy yeah, the guy who wrote the Warrior Diet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I did a radio show with Ori for two years. Oh, really? I was his co-host. So I, I, I got in on the intermittent fasting thing way back. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. I, I love it. Yeah, I, My, I have a four-hour window that I eat in. Same, same. So do I, Marty. Same thing. And and I, I have really adapted to it. Now yeah. I, I live in caffeine. So do I, Marty. So do I. <laughs> so do I. Uh, my, my energy's great. I'm down. So is mine. I'm down under two hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you still guys describe that I though. Do, I'll do fifteen Just, minutes of cardio during the day. I'll get a hard <laughs> weight training workout in. Yeah. And no, I'm not starving. No, I'm not passing out. No, my blood glucose level is normal. So yeah, yeah, I can clean. I can clean some stuff up though. I got to be honest. Oh, but guys, what is your what does your day look like of intermittent fasting? I mean, how, how do you do? It? You said there's a four hour window in which you eat, and you don't eat at any other time, right? That is that is correct. So right. what's the four hour window look like? You're just eating constantly all four no, hours. No, you would. You know, I, I mean, I can't speak for Marty. I can only speak for myself. But for me. Um, I'll start with like a small salad. Mm -hmm. uh, again, a small salad is probably most people for, would feed a family of four, but 
you know, chopped up romaine. I put a, a whole head of romaine. I put a whole tomato, a whole green pepper, and, you know, a handful of carrots in it, um, some cauliflower, some broccoli in it. And all I use is uh, olive oil. I'm big on olive oil as well. A good high quality olive oil, some white vinegar. And that's what I have. Then I'll have um, no protein. Uh, some small protein. I eat less protein <clears throat> than obviously I used to. And I really think, again, it's another thing that's overrated in this country, the amount of protein we need, even as strength athletes. But having said that, I may have like four ounces of turkey, pulled something poultry, of beef, maybe twice a week, fish the other, uh, other several times. And I'll have some carbs with that, complex, typically um, rice. I'll have, uh, I'll cook up some, you know, rice that takes a while to cook, not minute rice. Although I see nothing wrong with minute rice. I, I just, it's just my choice to make long cooking rice. And, uh, and that's it. And I'll have, after dinner, I'll have a, a cup of, I'm real big on Greek yogurt. And I slice up one Bosque pear, one apple, uh, put that into my Greek yogurt with some cinnamon and uh, put some Splenda on that. And that's my, uh, that's my dessert. Now, okay. Now somebody that follows that, they're not trying to gain hey. muscle, gain uh, strength, uh, right? You can't do it doing that. Can you? Well, I'll let Marty answer that question. He's the strength. Well, no, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, uh, before you spin off down the road, look over my direction because on my intermittent fasting, I start at three o'clock. And end at seven. Oh, okay. But uh, you put your hands over your ears when I tell my content because you, my content is not your content. I, I well, last night I probably had a, a pound of salmon. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So we can uh, I can tighten tighten some things up. When you say four ounces, like right now, I'm probably spilling that much. You know. <laughs> so so marty you'll eat the pound of salmon all in one sitting or will you spread that through the four hours well i can either lie to you or i can tell you the truth all right you're yeah. eating it all at once yeah i eat it all at once <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, it, and it's delicious it is yeah. <laughs> okay so then <laughs> what what do you I'm do after that oh yeah, i don't want I, I don't i don't want to tell any more sins i mean it gets worse you don't want to know but i just I, I keep everything in a tight four-hour window, and I am coming off winter time. Where I got to admit, I, I was sort of on a one-man Oktoberfest for the month of February. So I got to get off. <laughs> I got to get off that, right? You know what? What's interesting though, Marty, is you're still losing weight because your calories are so low in that window. And I you train. Know. I train hard. Train. You I, do I, I lift. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I take when I train, Rich. I take it to some expression of 100% maximum, whether I'm doing whatever lifting exercise I'm doing or whatever cardio I'm doing. Marty, Marty tell me about your, I'm curious about your cardio. What do you do for cardio? Uh, I run, I uh, I sprint, I go to the woods. Are you serious? I'm very serious. I had no idea, Marty, I had no idea. Yeah. That's wow. Tell me that tell again. Why you, tell them why you started sprinting again. <laughs> we yeah, don't yeah, want to tell me, Marty, I want to hear this. Uh, no, I've, I had, I was a good, um, even though I have short legs, I have short legs and long torso, but okay, I was, okay, I was, okay. a, I was a good power runner. In I high didn't school. know that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. If I didn't, I've, uh, if I hadn't flunked off my high school football team, my junior and senior year. Yeah. Yeah. 
I had I could have gone on a D1 scholarship to Maryland because my coach at Richard Montgomery, Roy Lester, yeah. took up took over at Maryland and said, hey Gallagher, if you weren't so stupid, you could come over and play for us. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was a good runner. I, about, I don't know, I guess five years ago maybe, I had occasion. My daughter has a dog and I took the dog outside and the dog got away from me and ran after another dog. Yeah. So I took out after it to run and catch the dog. Only, okay. only I was like the Tin Man. I, yes, could, I couldn't go. <laughs> because and I thought I said, what the hell? And I said, well, maybe, maybe because you haven't sprinted in thirty years, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe that, exercise specificity. That's yeah. You have to do yeah, it. That's what we Isn't call. Isn't that a, funny though? That's what hey, we Marty, call a, a clue. That's a clue, right, <laughs> Marty? So you hadn't sprinted in 30 years, but in your mind, you still had this oh, of vision of yourself oh, oh, and yeah, capabilities. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was scoring touchdowns. Yeah, and when you actually do it after 30 years, it's totally different. Your 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 visions and your memories are all shot to hell. Yes, well, yeah. I, yeah. But but I went back out as a as a challenge, and the weather was good. And I have a wonderful. Uh, Rich, we'll get you up up here sometime. I live in uh, a little north of Frederick, but oh, okay, okay. I'd love I, to I, I work out in a 150 acre farm. Wow, really? And, and, I, I had no idea. And, and part of it is <laughs> I, have, I have this beautiful 120 yard stretch of wood chip. So huh. it's like running on a trampoline. Wow. So I, I found out that when I discovered I couldn't run, what I found out is, is running backwards, I still was able to do, not for long distances. but Okay, I could, okay. I so I started with that. And uh, let's just say over the, over the last five years, I get to the point where now twice a week I do speed workouts. I do eight reps, 100%. Uh, we do what we call a rolling start for the first yeah. thir 30 yards. I'll get up to about 80%. And then when I get about 30 yards out, I hit it. Yeah. I everything I have until my ATP runs out. Yeah. Which is about six, what, what, six seconds, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Six, 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 yeah, seven, so seven seconds, yeah. then, then you, you, you know, you jog back, you give and put yeah. some, you got to put some rest in between yeah, yeah. the efforts and eight, that's it. That's the magic number I leave. The other days I, I do what I kind of call sightseeing jogging, where I just kind of jog along the trout, you know, the yeah. trout stream and up the, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and but how that. long? What, what's the duration? Like? 40, 45 minutes okay. when, my, when yeah. I run. My sprint sessions are, are shorter. Sure, 20, of course. 20, of course. 20, 20, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. But I, I, I love it and I look forward to it. See, that's the key because I enjoy it because it's, and I put my music on. So, you know, I'm yeah. buzzed out. I'm, you know, I'm in surreal land. And, and because I look forward to it, I do it. Now, winter cardio, where I have to deal with the bike, eh, not so good. Yeah. Right. I, I dread getting on the mechanical yeah. device okay. after okay. Being, being in the woods. I'm in the woods. That's where I want to be. But when it's wet and when it's icy and when it's, you can't do that. So for two, two to three months of the year, I'm deprived of that. But <clears throat> this week, we're getting back into it. So now it's like spring campaign time, right? So right, 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 right. So I need to tighten up my content. Yeah. Within my window, and it's only four hours of control I've got to exert. 
It's right. just like, Marty, you just have to control your life for four hours. Oh, one good thing. Uh, Jimmy, you'll be proud. I haven't had a beer in 11 days. Wow. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I get some sort of award. I'm not sure. Well, for an Irish uh, man like writer, yourself, an Irish writer, an Irish writer like yourself, yes, that is pretty amazing. Was, pretty amazing. Was de- I was devolving instead of an Irish writer with a drinking problem into an Irish drinker with a writing problem. You know. <laughs> hey, hey, Marty, Marty, I, I want to clarify. <laughs> I want to clarify if the intermittent fasting is good for just. Losing weight, maintaining. I don't know. Would you actually I, I, prescribe that to one of your guys at the pool? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I think maybe as a as a, Rich. Let me ask you about this. I, I actually wrote an article on this. How about if you used the classical bodybuilder, let's say six meal a day frequency approach, yeah. and would alternate that with an intermittent fasting, like like I don't know. A, you take a cycle where you're you're peeking out so you get on the bodybuilder thing right and then as a as a way to just break that what better way to go to an intermittent fasting you could not get a better thesis antithesis right right what what do you think you know i i don't um i don't have any information on that um I try not to with most of the information I give. I try not to look, I, I try not to make it any an, an opinionated comment statement. I try to make it fact based. And so even anecdotally, I couldn't even answer to you. Have I seen a combination of intermittent fasting with the six meal a day? Yeah. yeah. Diet? See, see this is, you know, you and I are a little bit thesis antithesis too you're no, you're nothing but fact i'm nothing but conjecture yeah so i, I well, so i just well, I, I don't i don't i don't know that answer and i, I would be afraid. i don't think that no i don't Maybe. think that i don't think there is one yeah I, be I, interesting. I, I wouldn't speculate wouldn't wouldn't guys wouldn't that work best if on the four day the the, the day you're fasting and you're eating through that four hour window that the calories amounted to the same as your regular days of eating six meals? No, 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 no. You would do this. You, you, you'd stay with it solely. You would stay for, for like for 10 or 12 weeks, just the bodybuilding diet or 10 or 12 weeks, just the intermittent fasting. Oh, I see. No, okay. No, 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 no mixing. No, alternating. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant mixing. No, 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 no. Alternate, like, 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 like extended, extended period. Oh, I'm glad JP asked that question because I thought you meant. No, 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 they think I'm joking. They scoff at the fact that Rich would ever endorse something like we, but yet I do. It raises the metabolic rate. It generates uh, to me that there is an, as someone said to me before about, you know, workouts, no matter how hard a workout is, all workouts are finite. They have a beginning, beginning and an end. So whether it be a 20 minute sprint workout, Marty, uh, whether it be, you know, 10 sets of five deadlift workout or whether it be 
biking, you know, you know, stationary biking for 20, running for 20, uh, elliptical machine for, for an hour, who knows? But a workout is a beginning and end, it's finite. When you tell people about a diet, it's, it appears to them as if it's infinite. Like it goes on for eternity that they don't see an end to it. Right. So to me, again, everything, most everything that we do, as much as we're, we, we're, it's a physicality of the, what we're doing with our training, it's most of it is neck up. So if I tell somebody, all you need to do is do this for six days. And then on that seventh day, sit down, you know, get up and have pancakes and have your omelet with cheese and have your cheeseburger with fries and, you know, have your pasta with meatballs at, at you know, dinner. And but, then but, Sunday morning, but, get but, up but, or whatever but, day you choose. But Rich, they have to be perfect for the other six, right? They do have to. Yeah. They, they, yes, you do. Yeah. And is that for a whole day or just a meal or two? You have to be perfect. I, and I'll give you an example. When I was competing, I I was competing. Again, I'm already brought that up. I was competing in the uh, Connecticut bodybuilding championships back when I was living in Connecticut. And I thought I prepared really well, got in great shape, I thought. And um, competed, ended up coming in, I don't know, maybe third or fourth or something. And I saw a guy... Marty, you might remember, he had a gym in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, he was big in the strength field. And actually, he produced products for a while. What is his name now? Mm. Of course, his name escapes me right now. Anyway, he came okay. up to me after the contest and he said, you know, Rich, you were you know, big enough, muscular enough, but you, would, you, know, you were too smooth. You weren't hard enough. I go, what? Really? So let me tell you something. So the contest was in June. So the next contest wasn't until August, uh, mid-August. So I had already suffered, I thought, <laughs> until June for this contest. I didn't know the meaning of suffering. There are levels of suffering. Until right? I, there's <laughs> levels of suffering. So now the levels of suffering to get to August was beyond comprehension. And I'm going to give you a JP. I I just a couple of days, and we've all had these days. We've all, we've all tripped and fallen. I've eaten perfect JP for 23 hours and 56 minutes. <laughs> and, in, and Jimmy can laugh. Jimmy's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. In four minutes, JP, <laughs> I might have consumed close to 10,000 calories. Yeah. I was living at home. I was at my mother's, my mom and dad's house. My mother came out because I was making so much noise. She goes, she goes, what's wrong with you? There's something wrong with you. I had the ice cream out. I had the chocolate sauce out. I had the peanut butter out. Yeah. I had I had yeah. French yeah. fries cooking. I had a feast going on. JP, in four minutes, I destroyed 23 hours. That's what happens when I get hypoglycemia. You ever get that? And I mean, you're eating everything in the house. No, to answer your question, you have to be perfect. Yeah. Not 20. Not 22 hours, not 20 hours, not 23 hours and 56 minutes, 24 right. hours. Yeah. I mean, well, I, you know, know. you're perfect 24 hours and you spend those days together, man. But, oh, yeah. man. Go you back look, to the cheat meal. From night to dinner. Yeah. That sounds like. But wait a minute. Go, go. Wait, wait, wait. It sounds like every day at my intermittent fasting. 
<laughs> Rich, Rich, go back to the go back to the cheat day. Is that an entire day or is that a certain amount of meals? I know I, I, I consider cheat day twenty four hours. Yeah. So, so the whole day you're just eating whatever you want, or do you, yeah, you, eat what do you, you limit Jim. it in some way? Jim, Jim, tell me yeah. about it. Yeah, from neck up, uh, to be honest, neck up, you have to you have to build in a day for folks that there is no constraints. Yeah. yeah. And they go, well, Rich, what about alcohol? I go, there is none. There's no limits. What about the no limits? No, nothing. They have a hard time processing that. But the point being, JP and Jimmy, you know this as well. You can only eat so much food. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You it's gonna make, it's gonna make you like, you're gonna make you sick. Exactly. You're gonna, well, you're gonna so, so you can eat a bowl of pasta. You try to eat a Jim. Uh, yeah. Yes. Down, Hello, Jim. Uh, Come in, Jim. Meatballs. Or a bunch and then, of. Oh, Jim. You're eat after Rich. that. You're not gonna. Hey, hey, hey Jim. Yeah. So t- talk about that. So how do you approach that? Do you have any certain limit on your cheat day? Or are you just doing whatever you feel? Well, I'll I'll tell you what. Rich has done two things with me, and and for two different reasons. So off-season stuff that's when you do the the whole saturday yeah whatever you want so what i would do here listen to this what i would do i would go to acme the night before that's a supermarket here in new jersey and they had crispy creams they had dozens of crispy creams so i would get the crispy creams and i'd i'd take them home i get anything i wanted for the next day right because yeah. Richard already told me that i could eat what i want so exactly. at 5 a.m I'd get up, I'd do the cardio because I can't have the Krispy Kremes unless I do the cardio. No, no, no. Gotta earn. That, that would be wrong. So I yeah, would do the yeah, yeah, minutes, you know? Yeah, Jimmy, Rich, Rich exactly. would say, Rich would say, don't skip your cardio. Make sure you do your cardio. Don't do That's anything right. else different right. except your food. So I would eat the dozen Krispy Kremes. <laughs> then I'd have, you know, like regular food, like freaking chicken tender, something really bad for me, you know, yeah. bathed in honey mustard and fried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by two o'clock, I don't want to see food. I, I can't wait to get back on the diet. Yeah. So we did it that way. And then you're, you're taking a nap. Oh, yeah. You, well, you yeah. know, and that's just, and there's a couple points with that. But, you know, that's one thing about the intermittent fasting. As soon as you eat, yeah. your, your, your body goes, oh, I don't feel like that's doing it. that cognitive thing. No, now I had to no. deal with this. That's, that's right. right. That's yeah. correct. But you, that's but you right. were down in the Krispy Kremes while you were on the bike, though. No. no. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> JP, I swear to you, I had them sitting next to me. I swear to you. So you had them like sitting there on the table next to you? <laughs> yeah. So then, we'll, but, but then when we were getting really serious, we'd say one meal and a dessert. That, okay. That's what yeah. we would Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I would eat perfectly all day. Uh, I would be like, Rich, Rich, how do you, how do you define a meal? Well, he would say have have lasagna, have have bread, lasagna, yeah. uh, spaghetti, but, whatever, and then have a huge piece of cake with ice cream. Yeah. And, and, and but Jim, time, I mean, by that time your stomach doesn't want any more anyway because yeah. you're yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. but but most of all, I think mentally you're satisfied, right? Because you're yeah. like, okay, I would be on the bike Friday afternoon after my workout, and I would text Rich my pictures, and I would be yeah. my heart would be beating out of my chest waiting for his reply if I could have the cheat day and if I looked any better. Yeah. So I would starve for Rich's yeah. approval on Friday. Yeah. Right? I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. And, you know, and it works. It works like crazy. Uh, that's right. You know, being held, being being held accountable. Add, yeah. If I can add just one comment and just for, for what it's worth, out of all the people I've, I've, I've ever worked with, Jimmy Steele just has 
just a heart like of a champion. The guy can diet. I mean, I would put him on. I'm gonna tell you, JP. I would put him on hardcore eating regimen. Well, this yeah, guy would, yeah. This guy, Rich, Rich, when they only have three and a half weeks to prepare, I'm this guy was a beast. Jimmy's a beast. I mean, the train, well, he's training like that, cardio. You know, hour and a half twice a day. Beast, beast. <laughs> And look, he's oh, done well too. It, it oh, shows. he got I mean, ripped. He <laughs> stride and crazy cross-ration spas look great. Fantastic. Thanks. Thanks. So, it's just, you know, it just again, it, you know, as, as Jimmy said, tougher than the process. People, you know, we, you know, a whole other thing we could delve into, but we're just too in this country too just mediocrity. We're satisfied with being average. And, you know, Jimmy would just never was it was never one of those guys was I'm just never going to be average. So it was easy. Jim, to, Jimmy, it was easy to train you because you did everything right. Well, I said, Rich, did everything correctly. I said, Rich, how come you never said anything to me about wondering if I was cheating on my diet? And he said, I never considered that. I right. never did. <clears throat> never. Right. Yeah, yeah. never. No. Jim, this is a good place to ask the question. You know, you brought this up yesterday and I thought it was great because nobody ever talks about it how do you deal with the hunger i mean as Honestly, trainers yeah. and coaches do yeah. you are there are there things that you tell your clients are there things that that you tell yourself or little tricks that you use how do you guys do it it's tough it's tough when you're talking to clients you know uh yeah. per personally i use stories of people that have sacrificed so i would read uh one of my favorite books is tears in the darkness it's about the Bataan death march um, this kid who grew up on a farm and then the, he said the reason why he survived was because of the farm work and they oh. ate, they ate, you know, a half a cup of rice every three days with weevils in it. Oh. You know, they, they, if they drank out of water, Buffalo, my point is, I was stopping at the mud hole, <laughs> but, but my point is I would say, well, if they could do it and they had it a lot worse than me, look at me, I'm in this, in this house with a bike right, sitting right here. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I had a gym yeah. membership yeah. and I really could eat what I wanted anyway. <laughs> You're really not that hungry. Are you really that hungry? I would, I would, I would hmm. call myself names. You big, you know what? Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. With Jimmy's clients, right. With clients, I, you know, you just have to sort of, what I found is you got to sort of baby them into it. And then you do. Say, See, Jimmy's right. Jimmy's now, right. Listen, this, this, now you're going to start to get hungry a little bit and, yeah. you know, you can do it and a, and a lot of positive reinforcement. Yeah. But don't you don't you find that and I've done a little bit of this, but don't you find that most people are so out of bounds one way or the other that when you halfway straighten them up, they make really quick, fast, incredible gains. I'm, I'm talking nutritionally. Yes. They're, eat, they're, they're eating so bad. It, either the women are eating L-I-T-E food and fat-free food and Snack you, well. uh, yeah, and uh, all the chemically drenched trans fat frozen foods and all that stuff yeah. and they you know and they're having uh orange juice for breakfast and you know spiking insulin food their insulin stays spiked all the time eternally right and uh, so anyway i don't mean to get get off no, you're right you're right it, but i mean they're so yeah. far out of bounds yeah. that they make and they feel better when they get a all that changes just a yeah. couple changes that's right that's just, just a couple clean, cleaned up cleaned up and, and everybody has something that they eat that is acceptable and if we zero in on those foods and say well double up on the stuff that you, that you can eat that is that is okay that is you know bodybuilding acceptable 
Rich, do you find that people know what to eat and they just don't do it or that they're totally naive on what, what is good and what mm -hmm. is bad to eat? Uh, that's a great question. I think, uh, to be honest, I think with the speculative, my level of um, clientele, my profile of the clientele that I work with, uh, they're fairly bright, savvy individuals. Mm -hmm. they, um, they, they really know what they're eating. I think most of them uh, just have that... Uh, and they're all, I mean, they're all tough people because they've been able to persevere for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever, at what they're doing. Hugely successful because they're, they know you have to go to work every day and right. work hard at it. So right. whatever it might be, whatever their endeavor may be. So this is something they're doing, uh, you know, as you know, I'm I'm an, I'm an elective in people's lives. I'm a luxury in people's lives. So, I'm not You're something. The accountability. I'm not something that's mandatory. You're so the accountability component, right? You know, I I you know, I don't. I have a um, you know, it's up to them. Right. I have to leave it up to them. I right. said, you know, I see you an hour a day, you know, an hour three, you know, three or four times a week. There's 23 other hours in that day that you, you know, you go on your own, you have your coffee break, you're at Starbucks, office meetings, after work meetings, dinner, meet, business lunches, business meetings, business dinners, what have you. You know, choices have, you know, I, I tell people, as Jimmy would say, it's, it's about choices, it's about options. You have to make a choice. Like, uh, like I just told you minutes ago, you know, and, you know, people can poo poo, but I, I think, you know, uh, women have a very, really strong intestinal fortitude. Some of the women bodybuilders that I've trained over the years, they've just have displayed just enormous, enormous fortitude to just yeah. say, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to diet down. I'm going to get ripped. And for a woman to come from, you know, having estrogen, to, you know, progesterone in their bodies, having a little more body fat than men, and they're getting down ripped. Are you kidding me? Please. Yeah. And like I said, you see the models. They go out to dinner and have people, oh, yeah, poo-poo. They walk the runways, this and that. You know what? It's a tough job. They don't eat. They got to stay skinny. They got to stay small. You think they don't want to eat that food? Yeah, they want to eat the food. They push it around the plate and don't eat. So to me, it's it's just an option <laughs> thing. My, my people are smart. I, 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 I My days of hounding people... That might have been 30 years ago. I'd be on people about that. But I, I finally decided, it, Marty, this is, and I'll, I'll make a parallelism analogy with the idea of giving training advice now. I used to give a lot of training advice to people until people finally looked at me and said, what do you think? You're a smart ass. What do you think? You know it all? Like people would do, JP, oh, in the gym. Yeah, in people, the would, gym. people yeah. would do side bends with dumbbells. Oh God! And yeah. I would ask them. I go, and again, not being as smart, I go, and I. And some people will tell you when I taught my classes at Maryland, I, that was one of the first lessons I used when I was teaching one of my strength training classes. I said, I'd see people doing side bends with dumbbells, and I'd go up to them and say, "What are you doing?" And they said, "I'm trying to, you know, reduce my waist size." <laughs> I said, and I would say to them, "Is there a button on that dumbbell that when you push the button and you do curls and makes your arms bigger?" 
If you push another button on that dumbbell, it'll make your your waist smaller. Which to me, and they look at me with this puzzled look. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I got to the point where people go, you know what, you know, Rich, you don't, you don't, you know what you're talking about. And people still in the gym in 2021 are doing side bends with dumbbells because oh, they no. think they're going to reduce their waistline. That's called oh, a squat bodybuilder. Yeah. As a yeah, competitor, well, you and you look at any bodybuilders, they don't train abs. They don't no. train abs. They diet. You want to see great abs? Go to a third world nation. Everybody's right. walking around ripped. Why are they walking right. around ripped? There's no food. They're starving. This isn't complicated. There's no food. So to get so to get ripped, don't grab it. You know why they grab the dumbbells, Marty, Jimmy? Because it's easy. Yeah. Because if I grab a set a set of two pound dumbbells and I do side bends with two pound dumbbells, I'm going to convince my brain that I can now go <laughs> and have that cheeseburger at lunch today with bacon and fries because I did side bends and that's going to reduce my waist. Yeah. They don't want they, people, you know. At the end of the day, people don't want to hear the truth. They just don't. So Rich, I think you're. I think you're right. We talk about this all the time. So to keep people, people, I don't. I, I can't keep. I can't. You know. I don't. I no longer dispense advice. If people ask me, yeah. because of course I will talk. And again, I try to. If I may, if I may interject, uh, yeah, please. When I go to the gym, I see this insanity all the time. You must, Marty. That, that's what I write articles on. Yeah. Right. Start to use it. As it's, that. it's. Oh, it's fantastic. The I don't know. The I was in there one day, and a, a professional trainer. A brand new guy. She was having him do stiff leg deadlifts with 135. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And the oh, the guy was—he was dying. And it's like, okay, this is a lawsuit coming. And, and yeah, again, exactly. it's it's everywhere. And the way they squat, it's it's yeah. uh, it's 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 fitness it's endemic. It's, it's endemic. It's, it's fitness malpractice. Yeah, it's unsafe. Yeah, but to Rich's point, you have a lot of people going in there that don't exert any <clears throat> sort of effort, any level of effort, and it's to appease their brain so that they can go have that big lunch or go have their, right. their Starbucks with all the cream right. on it. And all that stuff, but you know, you see that all the time. So let me give, yeah, let me give you one more example of a guy. A guy was an attorney in town, and I was this is when I was doing personal training at twenty uh, fourth and M Street in the hotel there. And again, a very high upper echelon, uh, uh, high salary people coming. In. I forget the membership was probably two hundred fifty dollars a month or something, whatever it might have been, but. All real bright, very successful folks are in the gym. This guy would come in, I swear to you. He'd come in, Marty, he'd get on the elliptical machine. And he would be on the elliptical machine. I'm telling you right now, you could tie me to the ground with stakes or not, put fire ants on me. <laughs> he would do cardio for eight hours. <laughs> eight hours. Yeah. He'd have water bottles next to him and he'd yeah. be on there for eight hours. Yeah. Then he'd go upstairs to the you know the main dining room in this upscale hotel and order a cheeseburger, fries, and whatever else he had. Never changed how he yeah. looked. I, I tried to tell him, I said, you know what? His name is Tommy. He said, Tommy, you know what? You can you can eat more, you can out-eat the training that you're doing. You just wasted all and that. And that's time. what you did. You're out eating. You're training. Yeah. Oh, it's no problem. 
people and, and people cannot grasp that concept no they think that they, they think that a set of curls burns 450 <laughs> calories <laughs> yeah. rich what and, was and the, the tempo they're eating in the sandwich they're eating subway isn't a what, calories either what was what was the if the guy was doing the elliptical for eight hours which i've never seen anybody do but Correct. what was his tempo throughout the whole eight hours the same yeah oh yeah the, the same constant there's constant no spiking level. the heart rate nothing no, no, yeah. The pool of sweat underneath his the elliptical machine he was on was scary. People was just fit. would shake their heads like he was fit. Yeah, oh he yeah, he was super fit, but you you know, again, he was one of those <clears throat> endo uh, guys. The best uneating can be undone by the worst, right? The, That's the best training yeah. can be undone by the worst yeah. eating. No problem. It yeah. really is. I always no tell problem. people. Great train, great eating can make up for poor training, but yes. poor eating, but poor eating yes. will never cancels out, cancels out good training, cancels yes. it out. Training yeah. will never you make might as well not training. have done it. You might as well not have done it. That's right. Gone backwards. Exactly. Now, now, Rich, talk to us about cardio. What's your, you know, what's your recommendation? You know, I, you know, I, I, I use a mix of cardio now. I'll do the. Um, I'm big on the slow, steady state kind of thing. You know, you want to you want to reach steady state. You want to get your respiratory quotient as close to 0.7 as you can. You want to be in that fat burning mode. It takes a while for your body to transition to that. So therefore, I try to stay on the station. I bike like you know 50 minutes or so. Five fifty. You know, 50. 50 yeah. Okay. And then I will intersperse days with that with high intensity interval training, Damn. where I'll go 20. I'll do a five minute warm up. I'll go 20 seconds as hard as I can. Yeah. I'll raise the, the intensity, the resistance, and I'll raise the RPMs. And then at the end of 20 seconds, I will now go a full minute to now a minute and 20 seconds and start and go from a minute 20 to a minute 40 as hard as I can go. Wow. Then and I'll go from a treadmill. minute 40 to 240 and go easy. And then I'll go balls to the wall again from 240 to three. And I'd do that for five minutes. Uh, t- uh, total from start to finish, five minutes. It, it, excluding that's excluding the five minute warm up. Yeah, excluding the five minute warm up. Once you get rolling, five minutes. Now that's yeah. super intense. Five. Yeah, minutes. it has to be. If you put that. a gun to your that's head, fine. yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah, go yeah, any yeah, faster, yeah, or any yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, when, and when you're done, you're about ready to have a. Heart oh attack. yeah, yeah. You're ready to pass out. Your heart's yeah. beating out of your chest. Do you do you use the fan bike? No, I don't. No. I so don't. you're doing. I'm not a big fan of it. I know a lot of a lot of folks like it because, again, using I do understand the concept that the cardio. the greatest, the highest VO2 max ever measured was are was done in cross country skiers, and that's because they use arms and legs when they're right. training. And I do understand that concept, transferring that mentality to that bike where you got using your arms and your legs. But for me, just personal preference, I like to lean into a good you know, racing position on the bike and just, you know, pedal down hard. Well, that's your roots. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- that's what I like to do. It's, yeah. and it's, you know, it's always worked for me. Yeah. If, and if you like it, you'll repeat it. Yeah. You know, honest, you know, truth be, t- that's another thing I just have to say to put it straight out there kind of thing. I can lift weights every day. I mean, I think, uh, no, it's fine, I think man. I was, I think I was blessed by the fact that I found barbells when I was like, 
13 years old. And yeah, yeah. ever since I've had a feel of iron in my hands, it's always felt natural to me. Even That's now right. at my age, I, I go yeah. and I grab a barbell. Yes, I was doing squats for the first time in a while. And putting that bar on my back, feeling it settle into my traps, going like, you know, Rich, this is just natural. Yeah. It just feels right. And, if, and, I, the, and, the way, and the way that we do it, Rich, we put ourselves in an altered state. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, Marty, I could give, I, I could give, you know, two shits about doing cardio. Hate cardio. Right. Hated cardio. Well, come uh, up, to, come out to the, I, come I, out, I come out to the it. woods. Come you out know, to even, the woods. Even when I played high school football and, you know, I played minor league professional football, I still hated running. When we had to run at practice, oh, I would be the guy that was last, and even <laughs> though I was a fit guy. You were all I, go, I don't know why you, and I would tell the coach, I don't know why you're making me run like this. Run, I don't see that. I don't see how this relates to. Run, run quarter miles in, yeah. in full gear. Okay. Yeah, I, I just never saw the, the point of it. But so, in, so to in, answer in your question. August, in August. Yeah. So to answer your question, no, I... I only I only do cardio because I know it's extremely healthy for me. Keeps uh, my body composition in check, uh, and again because I am a big guy, allows me to eat more. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, but you're still pushing away from the table before you're sitting. Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah, y'all oh, for sure. You got to put the get you know put the fork down and slowly back off from the table. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, Jim, let me. Jim, let's talk about. Um, uh, how long it takes to start seeing results and then weekly tweaks, you know, as you start getting going, maybe after the first or second or third week, you start making those tweaks based on what you see, yeah. you know, maybe what the, are you looking at the scale at that point or is it just how you look in the mirror? It's definitely uh, visual. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm big on pictures. Every client I have, you know, I said, I said, you don't have to send them to me, but take, take a picture right now of yourself and your underwear or whatever. Yeah. And, you're going to be freaking amazed you know, as, as you know, you look back on those pictures. So yeah, you agree. regret, mm -hmm. re regret if you didn't do it. Exactly. But you know, with, with me, it's always about bodybuilding. So it was, it's how you look. I, you know, I had this question the other day, Phil Wagner asked me if I used any fat measuring devices and I never have because you know, you know, if you, That's if right. you, you do know. If you look in the mirror, you know, and I have some 34 shorts that, you know, I'm usually around 36. When I get my 34 short shorts, I'm burning fat at a high rate. Correct. Yeah. Know, you know, so I have little, little things like that, but it's visual. I'm a huge with pictures. And then that's, you know, like I said, I send them to rich, you know, yeah. if I'm, <laughs> what's, you know, it's such a mental thing, you know, and, and you know, what's funny when I, I'll say to rich, I'm not ready to send you pictures. I, I understand yeah. it. Don't worry about it. You know, cause he's been there. He's yeah. been there. You don't look yeah. good enough. To, I don't look good enough to take pictures of myself. You know, you get it, yeah, of course. It, it in your head so much with correct, all this. Correct. Um, but you know, JP, to, to answer your question about results, um, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. If I start dieting pretty tight, a couple days, I can see. A couple I, days, yeah. And, and I that, think even yeah. JP, to be honest, to stretch it even uh, further for you, and and I've told Jimmy this, I think Jimmy reached a point, and we all do because we start, you, you become very efficient at burning body fat. Right. You don't mm -hmm. realize by what you're eating, how you're doing this, incorporating your cardio, making sure you have some coffee prior to getting on the cardio you want to enhance the fat burning by limiting glycolysis mm -hmm. all these things come into in, into effect that you and i tell jimmy this and he'll know he'll, 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 he'll say that he will look better from morning to evening in eight hours jimmy 12 8 to 10 12 hours you will look better in 12 hours yeah 
and by the next morning, you will look even better in 12 hours. Yeah. So that continues. That process continues. As long as they stay in the pocket. Right? Yes. Yeah. You've got, yeah. Once you do something. One fumble. One, one fumble. You're back to zero. That, yes. And, and, and the metabolic machinery slows down. Yeah. One, yeah. one, one bad meal. Boom. That's right. All it all takes. One bad point, meal. Marty. I could eat five peanuts. And, and I could tell that I ate those five people. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You know. Yes. But that is from a that's from a fundamental position of starvation. Yes. yes. That's and, correct. And you get so in touch and, with your body. And, and, and that's like what Belkamp said at, at his peak. And I repeated it the last show we, we, we did. And, and Belkamp said, when you bite into that orange, if that orange doesn't taste like the most delicious orange you've ever tasted in your yeah. life, the most delicious food you've ever tasted in your life, you're not doing it. That's correct. Yeah. That is absolutely that is absolutely correct. Jim, what about tweaks? So you get into a couple of weeks. So yeah. are your your dietary tweaks uh, kind of synchronized with your cardio tweaks? Yeah. So we would usually start off something like thirty minutes in the morning, thirty minutes in the evening of of cardio, and then eventually we would progress to three forty five minute sessions a day towards correct. the end. And your first uh, one is whoa, fat whoa, whoa. But, but right away we're talking twice a day. Oh yeah, yeah. Get well, your ass on the bike twice a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do a first thing. You get up, make the coffee, drink the coffee. I drink it yes. on the bike, and uh, you, you get on a bike, and then you know. I always said, do you really have to eat right now? Do you really? Do you really? Because you're probably burning some fat right now. So put that meal off for an hour. Put Correct. it, and then after an hour, you say, well, how about another half hour? Then you have your first meal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Rich. I just you taught you me. Burn more calories in a, and again, you burn more fat in a fasted state. Right. Uh, you know, and, and so and, and that's the science that's from the, the science. science guy. Okay. That's the science right. of it. And everybody's trying to attack that. Well, you know, and it's like you know, go to any damn really good gym first thing in the morning and look at all those guys in there doing yeah. their fasted cardio, and they're not doing it because they want to get it out of the way. They're doing it because it works. That's correct. So That's what, JP, to exactly answer your correct. question about how we would adjust diet, I think I would start, well, it depends how much time I gave me, but let's say 12 to 13 weeks, which is the longest yeah. I've ever done it. Yeah. I think we started off with, what, two and a half, three pounds of ground beef. Correct. And, and a medium sweet potato at every meal. Yeah. And, that, and how, how many meals? Whatever you could. It's usually, it was usually four, I would say. Yeah. More, three or four. I would I'd say that. that yeah. Okay. And then as the weeks go on and the pictures you know, Rich may say, hey, you got to drop a little faster. You know, we I did one with very short notice and I tried the sweet potatoes and beef for the first couple of weeks. I said, Rich, I'm not losing like I should. And he said, you know, that's the story where he says it's it's Tim Beck Belknap time. And we went to tuna and water. Yeah. You know? yeah. But that was and, extreme. And you know what else he said? He said, ah, no cheat day this week, Jimmy. Oh, that was no more cheat. <laughs> there was no cheat yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to hear that. No. You don't want to hear that. You know so, so, JP, if everything was on course, we would reduce the beef. Um, not really a lot of reducing the sweet potatoes. I tell you why. I remember one day I had eaten three sweet potatoes that day, and I was still in ketosis. Yes. My, I was burning crazy amounts of fat. I was doing Correct. tons of cardio. I was lifting and all that. How, stuff. how do you know you were still in ketosis? With the with the stick. Ah, uh, we haven't haven't we, have we talked about those today? No, we haven't. Yeah, I don't think we have. Rich, I think that's an important tool that you you were using that back when. Oh, yeah, I was. Back yeah, in the day, man. The day. 
So could you just explain a little bit about those? Because that, that is a very relatively inexpensive tool, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You okay. Can, you well, share that. Share that with the folks. Yeah. Uh, why, why, why do we use them? What are they for? Okay. They measure what's called ketones. And ketones are going to be used. We can use, our bodies use different things for fuel. Primarily carbs. We burn body fats. We burn uh, lipids, triglycerides. We will also use, believe it or not, the heart can use lactic acid as a fuel. But unfortunately, the most important organ in our body, one of the most important, the brain, only uses glucose. So if you're now going to do a, start dieting and you're going to limit your glucose, well, if the blood-brain barrier, the molecules are too big to get across the blood-brain barrier, noticing that glucose is a, is a six-carbon molecule, car, uh, proteins are bigger than that, obviously, and still fat. They can't get across the blood-brain barrier. So therefore now, your brain is, that's why you get what's called that, that, that keto fog that you see a lot of bodybuilders will lapse into. But yeah. your body, your brain still needs fuel. So what happens is your body will take triglycerides, convert them to something that's very toxic called ketones. And these ketones, or called ketone bodies, can now go across the blood-brain barrier fuel the brain but because they are so toxic as quickly as we make and our body thinks we're still walking around the plains of in this african savanna can't find any food running around looking for food and we can't find any so basically the organism is starving to death so we need to mobilize whatever we have so fat is stored in hydrously meaning without water we carry it around very easily Let's mobilize that. Let's break it down into ketones. But because they're so toxic, we excrete them right away. So as we're making, we're excreting them. If you're excreting ketone bodies, what's that telling you? You're, you're taking those lipids, the triglycerides, out of the fat cells, breaking them down to free fatty acids, and confer, confer, I'm sorry, and then making ketone bodies out of them. You'll pee them out as you're using them, as your brain uses for fuel. And therefore you can actually quantify the amount of fat burning going on by measuring the ketone levels in your urine. And I actually still use, I mean, it's old school kind of thing, but I even had a client just call me the other day. We're talking about that. And he's in, you know, the purple range said, you need to get out of the purple range. Because again, when you're getting into a deep, well, let's talk color, about, talk it goes from beige, the stick is beige color. It goes from beige to light pink to deep purple. The deeper the color, the more ketosis you're in. But also being in deeper ketosis can be indicative of a process called gluconeogenesis, where you're now taking branch chain amino acids, which are only found in skeletal muscle, and converting that into uh, glucose and being used as fuel by the body. So basically, you're now stripping your body down of skeletal muscle mass as well. And therefore, you'll get that em emaciated, you know, POW type look uh, or your 100 mile marathon, you know, mega marathon type folks look like because they're using skeletal muscle as uh, fuel. But so we can quantify by using keto sticks. I tend I want to keep people in the pink to light purple range 
and you want to stay, it's, the longer you can stay in that range, and we're quantifying that every six hours to make sure you're in that range, you will burn massive amounts of fat. And that's why I was telling you before, when I would see Jimmy in the morning, send me a photo, send me a photo in the evening. He looks different. Yeah. It's not because he did magic smoke and mirrors with the lighting, what he's wearing, the color filters. of his skin, filters, whatever. <laughs> no, he legitimately improved because he's dropping body fat. And then he holds that condition till the next day and he builds on that. Correct. Yeah. But understand that is, and I use the analogy, it's like, you know, when you go outside in the summertime, it's a humid night, you're sitting around, standing outside, time, and there's a mos- there's a mos- couple of mosquitoes buzzing around your ears. It's it's not enough to make you go inside, but it's, boy, is that annoying? <laughs> yeah. And you never get away from, damn, those damn mosquitoes are annoying. That's what being in ketosis is like. It's just annoying. <laughs> it's annoying 24-7. And that's why I mean the, the phrase stay hungry yeah. also is applicable and appropriate to conjoin with the concept of, again, and that's what those guys did to me basically in the 60s, 70s, like Arnold, Arnold and his whole team, crew of guys out there in in the, the mecca of bodybuilding at Gold's Gym. Those guys are basically didn't realize it, but they were basically using ketonic type diets. Fish, fish and water. Yeah, right, exactly. Exactly, Marty. They didn't realize, but that's what they were doing. And if you had measured their ketones but, at that point, you would have seen they were all in ketones. N- and they, didn't, and they n- didn't even do any cardio back in that day. No, no, but they did do marathon weight training, which kind yeah, of yes, yeah, right. You know, with their two-hour sessions, six, <laughs> six, six days a week, right? But, but twenty no, sets, and, for, all, and, you know, 20 sets is, for biceps and triceps. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, was, yeah and everyone did back. it. Yeah, but you know, Jim and I were talking about this uh, before. We was like, uh, n- no one, none of the keto guys are going to get bigger. No, right. And again, maybe you can address that from a science standpoint, but it's physiologically impossible, right? That is correct. It's like, is I, again, it, I try to break things down to very simple. It's like, and I tell people, it's like, it's like trying to fill up a glass that has a hole in the bottom. You try to pour water in to fill the glass up, but water's coming out of the bottom. What's that mean? Calories in, calories out. Same kind of thing. You're in ketosis. The biggest thing with bodybuilding you have to be careful of is <clears throat> it's the intramuscular fat. Like, and I tell people, take a steak, put it in your broiler, put a pan under it, under the steak with aluminum foil or something. And now you hold that steak up and cut off all the visible fat that you can, okay? I want you to cut all the visible fat off. Now, now grill that steak for me, please. Now, what's on? What's collected in that aluminum foil? Oh, that's that's intramuscular fat. You've melted out of the out of the steak. Right. Notice the steak now; it's gotten smaller. Yeah. Well, the same thing is happening when you're burning fat with ketosis. You're burning sub Q fat, which is thinning the skin, which gives you the high level of definition. But you've got to be careful. That's why I said you don't go into deep deep ketosis because you start burning intramuscular fat. And once you start burning intramuscular fat, then you start seeing the stringy bodybuilders. They're, they're hard as nails, but they're small. So you need to maintain 
the shape of the muscle, the roundness, fullness of the muscle by maintaining intramuscular fat, but at the same time trying to eliminate sub-Q fat to get that hard, striated look. And that's always a push-pull, tugging, pulling. Am I getting there and not getting there? And that's where Marty is. I'm as much as a science guy as I am, unless you can be in a lab every day, probably multiple times in exercise phys lab, and being tested, what is your RQ? Uh, what is your metabolic rate right now? What are we burning here? Unless you can check those parameters all the time, then we are still left with, it is elementary and somewhat archaic, but it does work using keto sticks. What is the keto? Also, whether or not it works. And obviously, you have so much empirical experience by this point. It's like every time anyone implements your procedures, as you outlined, they are going to get results. And it's just, well, you know, that's huge because everyone in the world is searching around for results that work. And it's like laying right here under their face. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Rich. What is yeah. a, a keto? Well, can I? Can I? Can I just get, ask? I would love thing. that. I, I just noticed that to this point, no one has even mentioned supplements. Like, do, you know, the, everything has, so far has just been regular food. And I wanted to talk about that next. Can, can I ask I, one more question can, about I, keto? Like, I, can I just finish my sentence, please? Would that be all yeah. right? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And we just, it's just through the expert use of regular food, you can establish anabolism. Correct. Right. And just through the use of, through the use of regular food, you can also establish this incredible metabolic fat burning state. Correct. Yeah. And to this point, no one has mentioned anything about anything else other than regular food. I think that's miraculous. I think that's fantastic. Well, as Jimmy will tell you, I'm not a, I'm not a supplement guy. I wasn't even as a competitive bodybuilder, a supplement guy. I knew, um, you know, I'm not sure how I actually, you know, you know, Marty, I'm not actually sure how I, it wasn't all of a sudden I had a, this day of reckoning where I've said, all of a sudden, you know, this stuff is crap. This is like not, but I think, I think just my, just my strength in academics and knowing the food industry and real food that um, you can't beat, you know, the pieces, the piece of salmon you had last night, Marty, the pound of salmon you had, you're not, you, no one is going to, I'm a, I'm sorry, but yeah. no one is going to be able to mimic that in a, product, yeah. in a product that's actually affordable. They're going to make uh, something in my, they might make a product like that, but it would probably cost five times what you paid for that piece of salmon, which, Again, Sam is not inexpensive in itself. So we're just such a long ways from. Remember, back, was it the '90s that you know the guys were taking Metrex five times a day? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And again, money taints everything. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I did a lot. I worked for Muscle and Fitness for I don't know six years. Yeah, remember and, that? Movie, yeah. And I, I interviewed just about every top pro. And off the record, they were all like, "We don't use any of this stuff." <laughs> On the record, because they had, you know, their endorsements and they, they, they were, and they're trying to keep their weeder contracts. Or, oh, of, yeah. of course. Oh, we love Mega Mass 4000. We, we use that uh, four to five times a day. That's uh, <laughs> right. That's, that's, yeah. that's how Lou Ferrigno got so smart. Exactly. 
<laughs> yes, Marty. <laughs> Jim, Jim, can I break in here? I'm not hey, saying go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know. All right, listen, two quick questions, okay? I need to go back to just one more keto question, please. Please do. When you hit the keto state, what is the timeline? How many days or weeks or whatever do you, would ideally would you want to stay in keto? It's probably different. There's probably no template here. It's probably different depending on everybody's, you know, uh, situation. But what about that? How long would you stay in keto? Uh, you know, the, if I can, I can answer my my response would be, and I, I'd be sure to least listen to what Marty and Jimmy would add. But my response to that would be is really simple, JP. How good do you want to look? Yeah, it's only it's a very it's a simple JP as complicated as, as the metabolic machinery is. Mm -hmm. To answer your question, how good do you want to look? Yeah. Do you want to look good enough to wear that suit to a wedding that your nephew or cousin or whoever's getting married? Or do you want to look good enough to be at the beach? You guys are, the family's going to the Bahamas? Or do you want to look even better because you want to be in a fitness contest? Or or do you want to look better? You want to look hard enough to be in a competitive bodybuilding okay so, well let me ask you it this way depends on how where do you want to go with it that's the question. is there is there do you find there's an average for your clients is it a couple of weeks a month oh, no, you get oh i see what you're now. saying well um i have to be candid with you right now most of my folks without impugning anybody's character or work ethic kind of thing, most of them are dis, and I'm being kind by saying this, are disinterested in doing that. In tears. I'd use a different yeah. word, but I have a, a, a clientele that I need to keep. But, but for those that do it, is it a month, a couple of weeks? No, you get in it. So I would say... I just do this because I would measure them after my cheat days. So if Saturday was a cheat day, Tuesday morning, I'd be back to where Rich wanted me. So that would be, you know, Sunday, Monday, be, be working, okay. working all that off. And then Tuesday morning, I'd, I'd be in, on the keto sticks. Now, during a, a bodybuilding diet, I just have that cheap meal and dessert. At middle of the day or evening of the next day, I'd be back in. Yeah, you know, exactly. Wasn't as much food. And I didn't. And, and Jim, you would, you would enter the keto state. How soon into your diet? A few days, man. I mean, but you got to understand that when Rich says start, that means twice cardio. That means training. That means, yeah, you know, the, the diet. And so, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, it takes a while to get into that, JP. Okay. Yeah. One right. thing I forgot, one thing I forgot to ask too, what, what the, what about the water intake? What, um, what are you doing with that? Is does it matter, uh, or is it very you should, scientifically? When you're in ketosis, you need you should be drinking a, a significant amount of water to help wash the ketones out of your body. Gallon or two a day for an average uh, guy. No, nah, you know I don't think. No, I think that's. I think that's just over. Yeah, I'll tell you a water story. A gallon or two, man. Can I? Can I tell you a water story? All right. Yeah, so, please. So, all right. So, I'm working for Muscle and Fitness, and I'm interviewing Flex Wheeler, right? Okay. And, and he's back, and he's back in his prime. I mean, this is back in the. I mean, he's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just finished second, you know, at the Olympics. Okay, right? yeah. So he, and so we're doing a back article, which is, what do you want to do on Flex? I said, back. 
I want to do his back, right? It was a body parts article. So at the end of the article, and he, he's kind of droll. He's kind of a dry kind of a guy. So at the end, we, we said, always, my boss, Tom Dieter, said, always make sure to ask him about their water intake. For some reason, Dieter's was hung up on that. Ask him about their water intake. So, so I got around to Flex and I said, all right, Flex, the boss says, how much water do you take in? He looked at me and he smiled. He said, tell him this, Marty. He said, tell him I take in three gallons a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, it gets better. So, no. so we did, right? So we did. Yeah. So I'd say maybe a year and a half later. Okay. We had this new hot up and coming bodybuilder whose name I will reserve for the end. And yeah. we went through the whole interview and it was uh, the, the new breed, the guys who really didn't train hard, the guys who got massive pumps doing curls with 35 pound dumbbells. Yeah, yes. You remember that era? Oh, I do. Marty, I do. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So it was. So at the end of it, I said, well, how much water do you drink? The boss wants to know. He goes, four gallons. I said, four gallons? <laughs> I said, Flex Wheeler only drinks three. He said, yeah, but I want to beat him, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew Marty. a guy that was doing that. I've I will just tell you this. This guy later went on to win the Olympia. Shut yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. No, you know, you know who told me that years ago? Skip LaCour. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I know the name. Natural, yes. natural bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he was doing four gallons again. Four gallons. Well, My I God, really, I can't believe that. That's crazy. Anyway, sorry. So, so can, can we get back to supplements? Because yeah, yeah Rich so like so Rich, what about these so-called fat burners? I mean, you know, since we're on the the subject of dieting and burning fat, I mean, what what are your thoughts on those? Are you talking about legitimate fat burn, like legitimate like, compounds? Well, the over the counter or over the counter? Like what? Yeah. Look, I I don't know what you're talking about either. What? Give us an example. Well, like if you look. I mean, it, open up any magazine, it, you know, uh, there's muscle, there's uh, fat burners that, that you can have, they're advertised on TV. I mean, I think Jim's I, I, taking them. Jim's yeah, taking two, fat burners, right? There's two things that work, and that is ephedrine Thank and you, clenbuterol. Correct. Thank you. And, you know, clenbuterol is, I guess, Thank illegal you. in America because of half-life or something. Yeah. But Everything else, like the stuff today, pales in comparison exactly. to truck stop, ephedrine, caffeine, Wait. and aspirin, man. I mean, that stuff. And, yeah. and clenbuterol, if I remember right, was a, it was like an asthma medication. That's right. right. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, shakes, once they outlawed uh, ephedrine, you know, over the counter and all that. And they tried to come out with all this other stuff. I just never found. I mean, now my heart would beat out of my chest, but yeah, I, I wouldn't get that feeling of wow, I'm losing. Three. First of all, you get on a fed, you take that ephedrine, and then you get on the bike, man. That your yeah. legs are moving, you don't even know it. You know, yeah, what I mean? that's a fact. And uh, you know, but that stuff works, and and it, it's a it's an output thing as well as accelerating your heart rate. You know, you're going to put out more when you're on. Rich, I would take. Uh, remember the mini fins. 
That's what I'm talking about. The, the ephedrine. So I yeah. would take three of those. They were, yeah. I think, 25 milligrams a piece. Jeez, man, really? And a and a giant coffee before the gym. And I'd get in there about a half hour, 45 minutes later. And I was like, <laughs> I was just amped out of my mind. And I got I got be. some I got some great workouts. And I, I told these guys before, I, I remember thinking, why the hell does anybody need drugs? Just take this. This Correct. has got to be like what cocaine feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you're wow. crazy. Rich, yeah. Rich, Rich, I wanted to ask you. So I don't mean to. Are you done with your story, JP? <laughs> yeah, go that's ahead. A, that's amazing, JP. Wow. No, I'm serious. If you, if, was there more to that? Did you want to add on? Uh, to that? Yeah, on that. On that's really the only supplement other than whey protein. I wanted to revisit that for a second. Oh boy. Oh, because I know that was a heated situation last time. <laughs> I wasn't heated. He just told you this opinion. Yeah, I know. And I'd, I'd never heard that opinion before. So I'd, I'd kind of like to him to, to elaborate maybe a little bit on that. Reiterate, uh, Reiterate uh, Rich. Well, well again, uh, why are you a protein no, hater? Right. Why do you hate protein? I why do you hate it, protein, Rich? Yeah, I get it that you like the real food. However, I'm at the point, and a lot of guys at the, are at the point that have been doing this for a long time. I don't want to eat food and cook food all day. I want to have a shake once in a while and kind of alternate it. What's wrong with a good whey protein? Okay, two things. Um, I'll, I'll address this from two points. Number good. one, for someone who's, and I'm not saying you JP at all, not, not at all. This isn't addressed to you personally, so please don't take that personally. But for someone who, tells me that they're just tired of eating that I, you know, I just really can't eat another piece of steak or another piece of salmon or something. I tell them I go pick up, you know, pick up tiddlywinks or pick up, you know, chess or checkers or something like that. That is something that's not so challenging. (laughs) And so, 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 you know, because I remember the days of trying to get over to 70, you know, before graduate classes, I'm eating two cans of tuna dry between two pieces of bread whole wheat bread and just choking to death on it thinking if i can only gain a few more pounds of muscle mass and i'm so i can't even tolerate the fact that someone's gonna say to me yeah rich i just can't eat another six ounces of beef well it also goes to rich's point that you don't need as much protein jp yeah Ah, yeah yeah now what's your recommendation and then my second point is that as I've mentioned before with whey, and again, I'm, uh, I'm sorry that again, although I do have a ethical background and ethical, I do have a sense of ethics uh, to my backbone um, that using something that was being discarded, that was whey when they were separating it and making um, these products that someone said, Hey, you know, we could take this whey, dry it. Now it becomes anhydrous and sell it as a protein powder because it has some proteins in it. it, has amino acids basically in it, right? And we can use that. But understandably, there's a term called bioavailability. Right. Bioavailability means that if it says 25 milligrams on the tablet, let's say, let's use a uh, vitamin C tablet, for example. Let's say you, take a, you want to take vitamin C, it's a water soluble vitamin. You know, if your vitamin C is low and your doc says, hey, you know what? You need to take vitamin C. You've been out on a boat for three months and 
you're borderline scurvy. So, okay, you got to take vitamin C. Great. I get that. Um, so now you're taking a vitamin C tablet and it says 100 mil. It's stamped with 100 milligrams on it. Does that mean 100 milligrams are absorbed through the gut? That's the question you ask yourself. So that's to be measured. So you take yeah. a 100 milligram tablet, you measure circulating levels of vitamin C. Does the level go up? How much does it go up? What is the bioavailability of that tablet? That's what that means. So if it's 100% bioavailability, which means bioavailable, means if I take a 100 milligram tab of vitamin C, 100 milligrams is going to be absorbed through the gut. When I say gut, mm -hmm. obviously that's a term synonymous with your bowels. Anyway, getting to protein now. There's a reason why these bodybuilders and their wives and girlfriends complain all the time. They're farting all the time. They're in the bathroom all the time. There's GI distress all the time. Does that occur when you eat a piece of salmon, some broccoli, eggs, steak, turkey? No, it's a lot of the chicken. yeah, it's a lot of the powders and bars and things like that. But all the proteins that you get in a container, the bioavailability is near zero. You're it's exiting out of your colon. It's wasted. It's worthless. And as I'm sure Marty would tell you, ask these bodybuilders and we get them in, in, you know, behind closed doors. How many am actually using those supplements? Basically I, I, none. I happened to see a, somebody put it you know, into a YouTube of some recent bodybuilders. These are IFBB level guys, new guys. I don't, you know, I, I couldn't even tell you who, yeah. who Mr. Olympia is right now, but I, I happened to watch it. And Everybody was eating chicken and rice six times a day. Yeah. And I, and I was like, nothing's changed. Right. Right. And I, I, the, the, the whole uh, reason behind the video is they wanted to highlight the fact that these guys weren't eating vegetables. Like, and, oh. the, and, the, and they highlighted like six, uh, you know, these look like, I don't know, like Knight of Champion level guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like that kind of, that kind. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, good guys. And they all were tight and together and, and looked good. And they had them in their homes and they're eating their food and they're looking at them and everybody was either chicken and rice, fish or rice, and not much else. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, that was kind of it. So I don't know, is that is that consistent with what you're, I'm sure, much more tuned to that scene than us. Is that what they're still doing? Yes. Yes, they are. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Yes, but well, I'm asking Rich. Okay, go ahead, please. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I tend to think that they're showing you eating their rice and chicken, but I got to imagine the most. There's a lot of the guys I know, the champion guys. That's the, they're they're fairly smart guys as well. So they're usually eating vegetables with their food. Okay, they know that a lot of times they're showing you because they're really considering it it's inconsequential right, to their goal of getting more muscular and more leaner. They do realize, I think, I'd be hard-pressed to think that they would actually believe that eating spinach or broccoli or asparagus or whatever. Oh, I don't think anyone was like inconsequential. tearing it down. They just like, they weren't doing it. Right, right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, you know, Marty, I don't know the answer to that question. But you would you would just throw some fiber in with that, right? Oh, for sure. I, I yeah, think yeah, yeah, to yeah. me, you need to have the you know the B vitamins that you're gonna find in these but in these vegetables. So 
in magnesium right. as, as well so as the, a lot so, of minerals. So the, and the classic, the, the classic bodybuilding meal of uh, portion of protein, pro, portion of fiber, pro, portion of starch. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, that hadn't changed, has it? No, no, that hasn't. No. So, what about this? Real quick hypothetical here. So, what if what if you were going somewhere you were going to be without protein? for six hours, a period of six hours. Oh Are you saying <laughs> do cure. not take uh, a couple of scoops of, of whey protein three hours in just because you don't like it and it's no good? Don't have anything, just wait until you you can eat again, have a chicken breast or a steak. Would it do you no good at all? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying it would do you, yeah. I'll, I'll go on a limb and say it'll do you no good at all. I think okay. it'd be, if you're going, as you're going down the highway, JP, and the money that you were going to spend on the the big jug of protein powder or amino acids, yeah. yeah. As you're going down the highway, take dollar bills that would let's say it's contained across thirty dollars. Take dollar bills, single each one, and just throw them out the window one at a time. So at least you'd get a tricep <laughs> extension exercise <laughs> out of the out the of thirty the reps. <laughs> All right, now listen, I wanted to ask Rich this the last time. I didn't get to do it, so I'm, I'm damn well going to ask him this time. Rich, yeah, give me your top three all-time bodybuilders. Top three? Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't think that's a hard one. Um, I'm just, and again, again, I stretch that to the limit because it's most of the fact that I think all those guys work ridiculously ridiculously hard they bring an incredible work ethic to the gym uh so to me it has to just come down to it's like naming the greatest running back of all time to me right without it's a doubt barry sanders subjective yeah but, well i don't know if it's subjective well, it's i would like say barry. i would i would say jim brown you can't trump me yeah i don't know barry sanders he he made guys i played at a high level of football he made guys at that level he break ankles. No, I'm sorry. On making cuts, he he, yeah, you know. So, not, uh, so to me, at that level, he, he just was extraordinary. But oh, anyway, so getting Absolutely. back to the bodybuilding thing, I think without a doubt, who was the most genetically gifted was probably Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think people can argue a lot of points about a lot of things, but um, the first time I saw Ronnie was at, I think I was competing at a a USA bodybuilding championship out in Las Vegas. And um, I saw this guy across the a room in the convention center. And I'm thinking to myself, I saw him from the side and I saw the profile of his arm. <laughs> and I think his arm across is hanging straight down was, it looked like it was a foot across. Right. It wasn't <laughs> believable to me. It was, but the shape. Seen, and I've seen big guys in my life. Trust me. And I go, are you kidding me? And then I remember sitting at that table when he was signing autographs, eating protein bar after protein bar after protein bar. The, you know, and again, I think he was doing that. Do, do, do I think the protein bars added calories? No, I think he was burning so many calories. Right. He could have been eating Mars bars for right. that matter. Right. You know, Milky Ways. It didn't right. matter. Right. I mean, if you ever Did saw he consume way, if you ever saw his videos <laughs> making grits with cheese, and he was he was calling that dieting barbecue sauce. He but you know what? That. He was putting barbecue sauce on French fries, calling that dieting. 
So he was a genetic freak. He was the to me yes. the greatest of all time. The second greatest to me is Dorian. Yeah. I think Dorian just brought a level of graininess in mass that had never been seen before. Right. I think you know Arnold in his day was great. There's no doubt. But when he came up, there weren't there weren't any good. I mean, anybody that was a good athlete did something else. They weren't competitive bodybuilders. Right. And did Dorian, you, did Dorian, you had some really good bodybuilders. When he, when Dorian came out, when they came on those pictures of him, remember he yeah. did those pictures in his underwear. In his gym, in the I gym. think people, yeah. would, I think people fell over. I think people that were used to mass monsters literally go like, "What?" <laughs> you go like, "What is this? Is not this is not even human anymore?" Hey, Rich. But he was did, just, yeah. I just want to ask you because Arnold started in powerlifting, Ronnie Coleman started in powerlifting. Did Dorian start in powerlifting? You know, I don't, I don't know his background. I know Dorian had a tough childhood. I know he was. Uh, he started. Yeah, he started. He was, wrong, he was on the wrong side of the tracks for a while. I, I had many interviews with Dorian. He started. Oh, did you with, really? Oh yeah. He started lifting. He started lifting in reform school. You're right. Kidding, Marty? No. <laughs> Marty, so, Marty, what was he like to talk to? I like Dorian a lot. Dorian, yeah, okay. Dorian, Dorian liked me. He liked me and Julian Schmidt and Jim Wright. He liked us. <laughs> really? What? He'd, he'd walk through an entire room of bodybuilders and come over to our table and he'd say, "Hello, Marty. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hello, hello, Julian. No. Hello, no. And, you know, and anytime he moved, he had fifteen people with him. Yeah. Right? He was just a to me, a beast. Him and Leroy. Among big guys. Just literally. Because you've had really, really big guys. Then you had really good, you know, aesthetic guys like Flex Wheeler. And then you had super ripped guys. Um, I think I, the Dorian's but, best best year, I think, was the uh, third year when before the bicep tear. I think the yeah. bicep tear was disfigured him. Also, his, his legs were incredible one year. One year. Yeah. His legs were second only at only Tom Platts. Yeah. And I agree with Dor you. Dorian had better calves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, my God. He did. And the best back. Yeah. Well, oh, by, by far. Yeah. So I, I was a big Dorian fan. I, yeah. You know, you'd have to put Coleman in first place, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I would put, I actually, I think the way that I look at it is that. Tell me. Who was the furthest out from the rest of humanity? At the time, and to me, there was nobody further, Arnold, yeah. further out than yeah. Sergio Oliva. Yes, sir. I was going to say when Sergio first, also. When he first came out, uh, it was mind blowing. There was a period he went from 198 to about 225. Yeah. And when he did that, I guess he got on the juice. When he yeah. did did that, he was so far out. I mean, he looked like a space alien. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah, remember that. Of, remember that shirt he had. It had a little V cut in it. So he <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was a peacock. He was. Or he's wearing the hat. He was a yeah, peacock. Yeah, yeah, we were, Remember that? The other side view. That's a beautiful a pool, shot. Remember, he was holding a pool a pool yeah. stick. In his yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, yeah. That, then he ends up as the Chicago cop, and his wife shoots him in the chest three times with his, I, his service revolver, thirty-eight. No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, well, that's not how he died either. <laughs> no, no, no. He came back. It was only three bullet wounds. <laughs> he said after asked him. They asked him after. They asked him afterwards. He said, "I should have flexed my pecs." 
Yeah. <laughs> well, who, who do you got in something. third, Rich? Who's third? Uh, third. Let me see. I would probably say because of the era, I'd have to say Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the era that he competed in, there wasn't a lot of science. There was there wasn't any science back then. Uh, they weren't using growth hormone back then. They weren't using insulin back then. You know, they were using just your Russian imported Eastern Bloc steroids, Dianabol, Deca, some testosterone kind of thing. No he caught the great, no, great no, genetics, no, great no upper arm. No cardio. Yeah, no cardio. So, yeah. Sergio, yeah. Sergio, Sergio's eating pastries at a Parisian bakery yeah. two, day, two days before the Olympia. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny. You know, is back then, they didn't even consider leg. It was all biceps and chest. Biceps yeah, and chest. Yeah. And legs were sort of – now, they trained them. And, of course, Arnold trained hard and all that. But until yeah. Blatz came along – I don't know if people thought that that was a big deal. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, now everybody has to have legs. And that's when, uh, well, you know, I, I don't know. I think they I just don't think you had guys. I, I don't know. I don't know what you mean about that. Because I remember pictures and seeing the movie Pumping On. You see Arnold training. Right. And he was training and he always trained. Arnold trained barefoot. Yeah. Yep. And he, mm-hmm. um, he was doing, squ- he, doing he, squats he, with a barbell on his back. He, yeah. 455 for raw reps of 10. I mean, yeah. good, good stuff, man. Yeah. yeah right. Right. And super, super deep with these, with these yeah, feet yes. on a two by four. Yeah. Marty, stance Marty, on a two by four. Exactly. Marty. Right. Yeah. Right. Marty, let me, I can ask you one question. I'm dying to ask you, Marty, what happened to Flex Wheeler had his leg amputated? Well, you know, uh, they, of course, they always say that it's um, genetic, right? Oh, it was a, you know, some genetic predisposition. I don't know, man. I think it has to do yeah. these, these guys, they pump a lot of stuff into their system. Okay. I think he had I, a blood I, clot or something. Well, right. I know. Is, I don't, is that I don't what know. it was? Yeah, I don't know I the exact so. reason as to why they did it. Yeah, phlebitis or something like that, right? It was not a, not a good thing, but I think it was, to me, it was probably related to other issues about how his body reacted to all those years of Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know. Stuff. I was wondering. I mean, I just saw photos of him forget when it was, but I'm seeing oh, it without, yeah. you know, without a leg. And we're like, what? Lower leg? What happened? Yeah, he had to have it uh, taken off. And it was so, obviously it's a circulatory problem. That's, that's yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Rich, Rich, you know, a, a commonality between the three guys we t- just talked about, Coleman, Yates and, and Arnold. Yeah, from yeah. A very, from a very early age, you could tell there was something there. You could tell from the shape, the natural shape the early on shape that they had, especially Ronnie Coleman, I think. I mean, when he started powerlifting, I mean, you talk about his arms being big. Yeah, size is one thing, but look at the shape yeah. that his, his uh, limbs had. I mean, Marty, tell just... Rich the story about Ronnie flexing his bicep. Oh, yeah. I, I met Coleman uh, a couple of times. I, I met him when he was still a 198-pound drug-free guy. Remember that? Oh my, seriously, Marty. Do, do you remember that? Yes, I do, he, Marty. He, he was like the top drug-free guy in the world. And so then he went pro. Yeah. And got, got his weight up to about 225, and he looked great. He, yeah. flexed, he was in the audience one time, and he flexed in front of me, and it was like two arms. It was like the alien. It's like this yeah. great this great arm flexed. Yeah. And then, it, then at the very end, that... 
that top, that second bicep thing flexed on top. Yes, yeah. peak thing. It was like, that's freaky. And that was like at 235. What did he get up to? It was like 280. Didn't he win one year at 280? I think so. Heavier, even heavier. He was, yeah, he's a monster. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine how big a human can get. but But then again, he's had some issues too. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, I, his, I, I, his I training I techniques bad. were terrible. His yeah, training techniques were horrible. I agree I with wish, you, Marty. I wish I wish I could have gotten him when he started out. We could have avoided all that. You're right, Marty. I agree with you, Marty. Oh man, jerking on 800. Oh, oh he, I, know, he, I know. No, he was I, doing he was doing front squats uh, with 800 pounds for that's, doubles. That's some, Marty. That's just it's inconceivable to me. Yeah. Well, as big as he is, I mean, you know, he was yeah. off season weighing 320. Yeah. Exactly. There, there's a there's a guy. Same with Dorian too. Well, same with anybody. That and made it, but there's what, a guy that what, wanted he's, it. He's bad. he's my height. Right. He's five. He's my height. He's five eleven. I mean, he's who is he's that? Dorian. I mean, uh, oh, okay. Rock Coleman. Ronnie Coleman. Okay. Yeah. They're all they're all five ten, right? Yeah. Dorian's five yeah. ten. Ronnie. Yeah. They're all they're all the same height. Yeah. 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 Jim. Yes. I think you can make the argument that Ronnie wanted it worse than anybody, right? I, I mean, say. Dorian. Dorian too, but look at look at Ronnie Coleman's training sessions, man. Not that we agree with everything that he did, but I mean the heart that that guy had and the weights, and he just, you know, unfortunately his sometimes our minds are a little too advanced for our body, and you know it leads to injuries and and all that stuff. But uh, he wanted it bad, man. Yeah. Love watching I mean, his training. All guys had a single mindedness that. Yeah, but I, you know what, I, you know, JP, I hear what you're saying, but by saying that to me, you're tri- you're trivializing to me the work ethic and attitude of a lot of other guys who didn't get to be as good as Ron. No, I no, and I I'm said sorry, Dorian and, really and those guys too, but I, I've seen I've seen guys train, and I'm sure Jimmy and Marty will tell you the same thing. Um, I was born with a certain level of genetics. I have a big, my grandparents are Sicilian. They're big. They're, my grandmother would hate me for saying that. My mother would hate me for saying that, but they were big women. Yeah. I was going to be, I was destined to be a big guy. And I'm going to tell you, you know, as much as, as people think I did everything perfectly, I didn't eat perfectly. Didn't ever do everything perfectly. But I got to tell you something. There were guys in the gym at Olympus gym, ate perfectly, slept perfectly, yeah. trained perfectly. Every rep perfectly, did everything by the book, couldn't put a half an inch on their arms. Yeah. And then the guy yeah. told, and the guy I told you about, who I again I won't mention his name, but who I believe could have been a Mr. Olympia. I mean, the guy was city trainer, ate, and again, as I said to you, ate horribly. Right. But he was a beast, a beast. And I've seen these guys train, you know. Um uh the guy from Boston, uh Quinn, Mike Quinn. Oh yeah, Mike I trained Quinn, with yeah, those he, guys too. Yeah, 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 those Mike guys Quinn. were they were beasts. I saw them break, you know, bars off of, you know, pull down the, the, oh, yeah. the cord <laughs> broke and hit him in the head. I thought he got a concussion. Yeah, yeah. He got back up, kept lifting. Yeah. I saw Jeff King, you know, King doing squats. A spotter missed him on a spot. He went forward, gassed yeah. his leg open on a rack, re-racked it, kept on going. So to me, at the end of the day, JP. It has to, it, it just comes down to you had to pick really great parents. 
Right. You had to have those great parents to get those great teams. No, I agree with that. I Because, yeah, like you said, you can train your arms as hard as you can, harder than the next do guy. Everything do everything perfect. perfect. Do everything perfect. perfect. And you still won't have the Ronnie Coleman arms. or no. arms. If, I might, if, if I might mention something. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, my guy, Kirk Karwaski. Yeah. You, you know Kirk. Yes, I do, yeah. Well, Kirk built absolutely muscular 21-inch arms. Without even trying. Yeah, is that something? Where'd Marty go? I don't know. Where did Marty go? I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe he was as he's still on there i won't i wonder if his uh mic went dead or something oh my back there you oh back? yeah you're back oh, okay. yeah i just got a dead spot i don't know so he, i guess my internet my internet arms he built 21 inch arms on three sets of curls a week yeah that's just, that's what i'm saying that's just crazy crazy to me now the three sets of curls he could he'd be handling a hundreds and and you'd walk in and he'd be curling and going hey what's up <laughs> right and yes. and he could incline 445 for a set of five paused right wow yeah that kind of stuff yeah yeah marty and but again in terms of, he didn't really do any arm work and his arms are incredible yeah, yeah some marty. guys are just born with yeah. with beautiful limbs right exactly. that's right yeah uh, like uh matarazzo i don't think any guy got more covers in Flex Magazine than Mike Matarazzo and his arms and his calves. Yeah, right, Marty. But you looked at him from all together as like, oh my God, that guy is not built for bodybuilding. Narrow, no, shul narrow Marty, shoulders, right, wide hips. Yes. Remember? Short legs. Yeah. Uh, I think he's short legs. He had yeah, great, great legs. He had great legs, great arms. But yeah. again, Kirk the same way ever says, oh, what are you getting a bodybuilding? That guy... Now you talk about a Sicilian mother. He looked—he had wider hips than a, than a, a Sicilian mother who had eight kids, right? I think right. I think you should have tried it. He could have been like the Bo Jackson of uh, powerlifting, you know? <laughs> yes. He should have tried it. He should have tried it just once, and a lot of people would agree with that. Well, anyway, Rich. Uh, so we are thrilled that you've been with us, buddy. It's always good. Yeah, Our man. time just flies when you're it, around. It really does. I, I can't even begin to tell you how grateful all of you have been to bring me into the fold like this and have these conversations with you all. Well, likewise. And, this you know, hopefully we can get you on. Would you come on again in a few months? Um, JP, as many times as you'd like. I, okay. I, I thoroughly enjoy doing this with all of you it's just you're gonna, uh, you're gonna be our just great you're information gonna, great you're gonna great be, be our minister of dietary what? dietary information rich what what do you want to plug here what do you want to announce i mean you want to give your website your social media you got anything yeah, just my up? website if you want to do some training some nutrition counseling whatever yeah that'd be great but you know honestly that at the end of the day jp it's for me it's just you know the quality well, of the time I want, I'm spending. This no, spending no, I, I guys, got it. I got you know? it. But I want I want people to know where to go see <laughs> you or go find out more information. So if you want to learn more about Rich, go to yeah, Rich. Just go to my website and, or go you you put my cell number with it. They you know they can leave a message and I can get back to them and you know to, to talk about something if they want. But yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So your so your website is richstrongbody.com. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. And you know, there's all kinds of information about online training <laughs> yeah. and, and all kinds of stuff, seminars. 
So go check that, that out. Yep. And uh, don't forget Marty's weekly column, Raw with Marty Gallagher at IamCompany.com. Oh, okay. So just, yeah, if you want to, this would be good for you to go check out. Go to the top of our website where it uh, says. A lot, uh, it's a lot of speculation, Rich. Articles. <laughs> What's it? But JP, what is the name of it? It's Raw with Marty Gallagher, same as the pro podcast. And uh, just go to ironcompany.com, go to the top, oh, okay. go where it says articles. And Marty's got a, a, a weekly article every week that we publish. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to probably what, 2018? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Somewhere around Rich, there. Yeah. Rich, I've written over a million published words and I've never done a single footnote. And you've never done what now? A single footnote. <laughs> it's all up there in his head, Rich. You know what? And, and they and they pay me. It's incredible. And that's a big cranium, Jim. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's packed with right. a lot of gray. It's packed and, with a lot of gray matter. And uh, Rich, if you're in need of, I don't know, rubber flooring, bumper plates, Olympic bars, power bars. Huh. Anything fitness related, especially like uh, sanitizing wipes. We're doing a lot of sanitizing. Okay. Wipes. Okay. If you need those, go to Iron Company. We got everything piled high and deep. It's beautiful. We got everything oh, okay. I centrally located in Dallas. Who could be looking for some equipment, matter of fact. Yeah. Let, have them contact me. I'll, oh, I will I'll do that, JP. Thank give you Give them so a good much. deal. I'll help them pinpoint exactly. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely do All that. All right. Yeah. And then uh, last but certainly not least, of course, is Jim Steele. And, uh, you know, he's got articles, <clears throat> like I said before, that he flings over here about once a month and we, <laughs> we put them up. And his latest one is Midlife Wake Up Call Part One. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a hypothetical about a, what, a 40 year old guy or something? Yeah. He looks in the mirror and says, enough is enough. Huh. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of what's like he what gonna we do about it? What yeah. we were talking about today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. JP, and then one, uh, more one more thing, JP. Yeah, I got a newsletter coming out. It's gonna okay. be. Okay, I've heard about this. It's very. Oh wow! Okay, tell me about the newsletter. It's called Squat and Hunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I got about five or six great articles in there. Marty's the lead article about his hunting camp experience in Arkansas when he was a kid. It's a, oh, yeah. you'll be laughing out loud. And oh my God, I can't wait to read. Yeah, I'll send you a copy, Rich. Please, so that, please do, to, please, Jimmy. Go to bossbarbell.com and I talk about how to order it. Okay, I will do that, Jim. You don't have to order it, Rich. I'm sending it to you. Oh, would you? Thank you so yes. much, Jimmy. Yes. No, right. no, I think I think you have to spell your website because it's not just simply B -A -S, Boss Barbell. Uh, like Boss Rutten. That's named after Boss Rutten. Yeah. B-A-S Barbell. Yeah. Barbell.com. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, and then finally, if you're looking for online training, well, Rich does it too. I, Rich, are you taking on any new clients right now for online training? I always training? do. Yes. I do. Okay. That is cool. So, right, you can go to richstrongbody.com for that. Yep. Or if you want to contact one of our guys, Marty or Jim, you email marty at ironcompany.com or jim at ironcompany.com. And uh, they'll get you on the road to success, losing weight, uh, you know, getting stronger, adding size, whatever you want to do. They're, they're shape shifters is what these guys are. <laughs> all right guys that was great rich thanks so much that was awesome well, thank, thank you guys rich. so much all right we'll talk right. again okay we will thank you so very much bye guys all right you too bye